entrepreneurs, are you trying to make bigger profits in your small business? Like many of us, I'm sure you're feeling it. Business is hard. Now more than ever, you need to have a plan to help your business not just survive, but thrive. I'm Marcia Reiner. I'm a business strategist on a mission, and I've helped tons of small business owners to establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees sustainable profitability and guides your growth. I'd like to share some strategies that I've earned and learned on today's Profit with a Plan podcast. Today, I'm excited to have my international guest, Stephen Summers. Stephen is the co-founder of Marketplace Superheroes, an online education and service company that helps people all over the world learn how to sell their own products globally on Amazon for a uh, complete scr- from complete scratch. Get my mouth to work. Today, uh, or together with his business partner, uh, Robert, Stephen has won five Two Comma Club Awards. Now, for me and my home, this is a really um, monumental award. This is saying that he made a million dollars in one year using a, a funnel. Uh, and he did this for uh, Marketplace Superhero, which is now an eight-figure business. And the guys have helped over 7,000 people to create multiple income streams online. And that's exactly what we're looking for today. So welcome to Profit with a Plan podcast, Stephen. We're so happy you're here. Thank you so much, Marcia. I'm really excited to be here. I love doing these kinds of shows, especially when we get to talk, not necessarily just about Amazon all day, because I've, I've talked about that plenty, but more so the business behind what we do at Marketplace Superheroes. I'm really excited about that. Excellent. Well, take us away. So tell us what uh, Marketplace Superheroes really gets into. Sure, no problem. So at its core, Marketplace Superheroes teaches people, as you mentioned, how to sell on Amazon at a very, very simple level. We teach people not only how to sell on Amazon.com, but all over the world on Amazon. And I think one of the things that's really made us very different to everybody else in our space is that a lot of people sell courses, whereas we now sell partnerships with our students. Uh, I think that's very different, you know, because we used to sell courses. And from that, we built up our freight company, Superhero Freight. We also built up a software company called our ecosystem, where we also have a services business in that, whereby we do translations for our members. We do their listings. We do photography all in one spot. Uh, That's why we call it an ecosystem. So more of a partnership with our clients is, well, when you come in, yes, you will learn how to sell on Amazon, but then what happens when you need to ship something? You use our freight company. What happens when you need a translation done? You use a translations company. So we've merged like information companies, a coaching company with a services business, and that's what's helped to scale really quickly to eight-figure level yearly, and it's growing all the time. And just to give people a little bit of a perspective, in 2020, we shipped 2 million items uh, from the Far East to the States, to Europe, to Australia, and now we're just opening in Canada, our warehouse there as well. So it's pretty cool. And it's, uh, it's yeah, it's pretty crazy. And I, I have a lot to talk about when it comes to growing this type of a business because, you know, I've been through everybody's programs. I've learned how, I've just learned everything and brought it all together into a place that I understand and it's helped us become successful. I love it. And that's quite an accomplishment to do that kind of volume, especially in, in a COVID environment as well. So hats off to you. Um, I think something that you got me um, got me thinking here is that most programs or offers or trainings or ideas that are given out in today's um, marketplace 
you, you get this great idea, but then you're kind of left to go fend for yourself. And yeah. I love the way that you've put it all together in a way that showcases, Hey, you're not alone. We're a partner. I'm going to yeah. help you and continue to help you, or the team's going to continue to help you to achieve your goals. And so many business owners are left um, prior to that all by themselves. Go fend for yourselves. Here's a great idea. Go figure it out, you know, <laughs> and, and you've, yeah. you've done that differently. And I like that. So tell me more about the partnership in the coaching or even in the business formation side. Yeah, so when, it, when we say a partnership, we don't take equity in our clients' companies or anything like that. Well, we, we see it as a partnership because they're going to continue shipping with us and they're storing their products in our warehouses. And then as a result of that, well, like we can only be successful if they ship products. And the only way they would ship products successfully continually is our information, our coaching has to work. So there's a really nice balance there between the two. And it's really cool because we really stand over what we do. And I think it really helps us stand out as well, as you mentioned. So that's been big. So really that's that, at, a, at a very base level, people come in, they can do the standalone program if they want. And obviously there's a lot in that. And then they can join the freight company uh, separately. We, we charge a yearly fee. It's like $500 currently to join the freight network. And how it works is then they pre-buy uh, shipping credits with us, like your cell phone. Uh, so basically like we sell a certain amount of space to somebody and they pay for that up front. Then whatever they ship, let's say they buy five cubic meters. Everybody listening, the sizes don't matter. It's just like, let's say they buy five cubic meters, which is like two and a bit pallets. Let's say it's two cubic meters, their order is. Well, then we just take off the two cubic meters in the online system, and then they still have three left over. Very basic. So when they do the next order, they use their three that they have left over, so on and so forth. It's huge for our clients, actually, because before like our freight company rolled around, you were dealing with a freight forwarder who would like rip you off. You had a small order. They just charge you a ton of money. So we really fulfilled a real problem in our market. And if there's one thing I was to, sh to share with your audience today about that, that I've really learned, and it's such a simple concept, but people don't think about it. It's like, what's an urgent problem people have? Not a problem, but an urgent problem. So yeah. I'm going through and I'm learning how to sell on Amazon but if I'm going to import something from the Far East, for example, that's an urgent problem. I need someone to help me ship that. So I don't understand how it works, really. I'm just a beginner. I don't want people to take me for, uh, for a ride, as we would say here. I don't know if you say that, Nunes. Yeah, we do. You get taken you for a ride. <laughs> that's it, right? So you get taken for a ride, and that's not good. Um, and so it's really important, then, that the, that the people have trust, then, that the service they're going to utilize is 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 great and so obviously from all the coaching we've done and all the connection that we have with our clients we build that trust so they're more than happy to give us their freight business as well as all the other stuff uh, we actually this year we bought a, a legal company and we bought a design firm as well so we could basically offer legal services we can offer uh design services we do everything now pretty much not well, not everything but a lot so for those of you listening how did we come up with that idea like of, of all these things? Well, number one, it was what I mentioned. We were assessing what are the problems our clients have at every juncture in the business. And obviously, we created solutions to that. But then where that comes from beforehand, it's really a Jay Abraham strategy, right, of growing your business. And mm -hmm. I actually was personally mentored by Jay a bit this year, which was really great. And he talks about the three ways to grow a business, right? So for those of you who don't know, and if anyone doesn't know this, that's a slap on the wrist right there. Right. Uh, the first way is to, to sell more, basically, so get more customers. The second way, increase your average transaction value. 
And then the third way is to sell to your existing clients more often. I'll tell you what, Marcia, like I see it all the time. Most companies, they're terrible at the third way to sell to your existing clients more often. Usually this day, I'm sure. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. And and I think, um, I think that that's, you know, people forget the basics and, and Jay Abraham, that concept is, is truly basic, but it's so overlooked and often overlooked. So I'm glad you brought that out. Yeah. Yeah, People forget that piece all the time, you know, to go back, they go chasing after the new client and what can I do to get the new client? But they don't think about the client that they've already got in their, in their, in their, under their wing that loves them already. They've already purchased. They've already said, I like you. So sell more to them. <laughs> exactly. They voted with their wallets, which is, you know, the most, uh, it's the biggest step for a person. And, and again, there's a lot in that, right? Because it, there's a lot of trust needs to be built up for someone literally just to put their hand in their pocket and, and pay you money. Uh, which we'll we'll chat more about, I'm sure. But like, even even from all this whole thing, if you're listening today, look at your business, like look at your client base right now and start thinking about that. What am I referring out all the time? What business am I referring out? And then is this something I could bring in-house? I could offer as a service in my own company and I can break off a new business unit uh, based upon that, right? So like, that's what we've done. We've got a freight company now, a software division, a design company, a legal services company. We literally have like, four or five companies in the one place serving the same person, uh, which is, which is really big, but you can all do that. So that's a really big, uh, a big lesson I've learned. The second thing I'll talk about, I think your listeners will like as well. It comes from the book, ready, fire, aim. It's one of my Mm -hmm. favorite, probably the best business book I've ever read. I love that book. And what he talks about there is the four phases of company growth. So zero to a million, a lot of companies are in that phase. A million to 10, uh, 10 to 50, and then like it's 50 plus or whatever it is, or 50 to 100 or whatever. And with ourselves, we're moving into stage three company growth now, which is uh, really interesting. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, but, but you know, the way we got there, every, st- every single phase, there's different things you got to do. So zero to a million, you do have to create your lead product, your main item, what he calls your OSS, your optimum selling strategy. So what is the thing that's going to help you create uh, enough customers to get your business up and operational. So mm-hmm. once you start getting those customers in, uh, then obviously what I just mentioned, selling more often and stuff like that is great. But that's pretty much a phase two approach really in the book, which you can start earlier for sure. But again, it is a phase two thing, which is like, okay, well, I have to create new products now for my clients. And what I've learned about that, which I don't know very many people talking about, is you can repackage essentially the same things in different ways with different hooks, different positioning and create brand new offers that people are at different ways to deliver that offer that people absolutely love. That will increase your bottom line really quickly as well. Um, I love that. So I've heard, I've heard you're giving us some really juicy nuggets here. So, um, thinking about, um, increasing your profitability and having that kind of opportunity, it does require multiple streams of income coming from, you know, or into your business. And that multiple stream can be from the same client selling more of the same product, or I love this piece is to package it differently and sell it in different ways. As an example might be, yeah, now, but, I know an example, but give, give me an example I, of how you I, might I can, repackage something. Sure, I can give numerous examples. So the how you do this right actually as well is look at the biggest problems your clients have with 
implementing whatever it is. If you teach something, that's one way. Or what's the biggest problem they have in general? So mm-hmm. my space is, is product research. People have a, a, a challenge there because, you know, they don't trust themselves or whatever, right? A whole bunch of different things there. So we've created, say, our program, which has product research in it. So that's step one, if you want to call it that. Now we've created a virtual bootcamp, which is an online bootcamp. It's four days long, and we're doing product research for four days, but it's delivered in a different way. It's got a different positioning because we're obviously working with our clients. And by the way, everybody, we genuinely are like giving people an unbelievably good service here the whole way through. It's not like we're repackaging something and just selling the same thing back to people again. No. We're, we're delivering it in a different way. So you got the DIY program, you learned the research. Now come to the virtual bootcamp. Now you have live coaches helping you. You've got breakout rooms where you can ask questions, so on and so forth. We created another concept called Segway Club. So it's like Fight Club. And the reason we call it Segway Club is segwaying is one of our strategies we use for product research. So only people in our community understand that. But it was giving people a shortcut for product research. So this was... Uh, well, look, if I tell you the products that when you look at them on Amazon and you see beneath, well, or products related to this item, there's tons of good products that are interesting for you. I could literally give you a list of products, show you how to go and research them further and find related products that are great items. So I, hopefully that makes sense, but that's basically yeah. the, the gist of it, right? So we've repackaged a research strategy into uh, three different things three different ways of delivering and actually very different benefits uh, perceived and real from our clients at all different price points. You know, I love it because I think it's so important to have different, um, different ways of delivering it as well, because when you're delivering your service or your product, it could be in a, uh, like you said, done or do it yourself format, a done with you format or a done for you format. And by having those three different categories, you're finding three people that say, hey, I can't afford the done for you, but I can do it myself. And then they get in there and maybe or maybe they can't do it themselves. So then they can kind of phase into other products that you have in there. So I like that a lot. Um, It makes total sense whether you're in the product area or in the service area. You, yeah. you need to offer your programs in, in ways that your customer is ready to buy. Yeah. But, but, but you can apply this to physical items too, obviously, right? Because like you, the big thing about physical items, I find when you're selling them on your own platform, be it through a sales funnel or through a website, whatever, uh, like, a, like a store, is that a, a lot of people don't realize like you can mold information and physical products together. And that's like a really powerful strategy because let's say you're selling, a, I don't know, a golf training aid of some kind to help people lower their handicap playing. I love playing golf. So that's why I thought of that. And then so you, you, you offer this, but it's like, well, what if you offered a course then from someone you partnered with, which was, you know, a fastest way to reduce your handicap in, you know, whatever. 90 days or something like that. So now you have something you can bundle together. So you're getting way one, sell a product, which is way one to grow your business, just make more sales. You're actually adding in way two now, increasing your average transaction value by adding in a digital program. And then you're selling that to your existing customers as a new product. You're, you're achieving that goal at the same time as well. So like, it's important to understand that like these concepts that have been delivered to us, people far smarter than me, it's all about like not saying um, well, 
this doesn't work for my business. It's like, well, how does it work for my business? How can I tweak this? And what's the principle underneath this? Not like what's the exact thing. And that's really important too. You know, and and that's it. Um, in in times where we're in today, with with the COVID scare um, here back in the U.S., I'm in Southern California. We've just gone back into lockdown through the end of the year, probably mid January, is what um, some of my uh, advisors are telling me. But it's it just causes us to say, what? How can I evolve? How can I not yeah. pivot because we're not changing directions, but how can I enhance? my current business. And if we take that mindset and put it on our business, whether we're in, um, you know, challenging times or not, that's something that allows you to innovate. And, and, and I don't remember who said it, um, but there's only two, uh, there's only two ways to, to make money in your business, uh, innovation and marketing. So we have to innovate constantly. And, and that point that you said, where we're going, well, this doesn't work for me, but how could it work for me? That's innovation. We've got to keep to have that going constantly. 100%. Well, like I would say in all my businesses, we reinvent the business every year now, you know, maybe even every six months, genuinely. Mm-hmm. And that scares people, but like, that's what the world we live in now. We live in a very competitive world. Yes. Um, so you've got to be constantly re- reassessing the business, re-examining the business and looking at, well, how can I, as you say, evolve with the times? Like a good example I saw recently was there was a company, I think it was in New York and they were a pizza company and they mm-hmm. started selling at home uh, home pizza kits uh, to, oh. to people. They couldn't come into the restaurant anymore. They couldn't do whatever. So they started, started doing that. And now this is like a humongous thing because people want to cook pizza at home. And so that's a really smart evolution where they kept the same brand. They kept everything the same. They just created a new product that would serve the current, uh, you know, the current market in the right way. And I think that's a critical thing, even with us, like, you know, the only reason we did a virtual boot camp was because the physical boot camp was impossible. People couldn't travel to Ireland. Uh, they would usually fly in from the U S and all other kinds of countries. So like, that was a big thing for us. Well, what do we do? We do a virtual cool, and then everybody else started doing virtual summits. And we said, we don't want to do a virtual summit because that's what everybody's doing. Okay, let's do a virtual boot camp for our clients only and make it a great experience. And, you know, lo and behold, we did two of them and they sold out within just a few minutes each. And they were a massive success. Clients preferred them to the physical boot camp, which kind of annoyed us in, in a way, yeah. but it made us a lot more money. So it was that. Right. The bigger thing was the clients actually got a better experience, which is more important. You know, uh, now money is important, but you'll get money when people have a great experience. So it's important. Totally. totally. And I think, um, I think that this time that we're in right now, you know, allows us to, as we evolve, to find ways to become more profitable. And yeah. because we're all about the profitability, when your customer has that experience and, and they like it, they're going to come more often. They're going to get more out of it. And I think I like the idea of the the boot camp versus the summit because the boot camp gives them hands-on stuff that they're going to do and they're going to yeah. walk away with a tangible solution versus a exactly. oh here's this go try it yourself or or yeah. buy into all it later these on. speakers that are going to confuse the hell out of you and then you might buy some other stuff or not and and yeah right I, I, right you're exactly right you, you've nailed that you know straight away that was brilliant for us um, yeah, but I, I agree. And, and again, some people might be listening to me today and say, well, that's easy for Stephen to say because, you know, he's in the right business or whatever. And yeah, right. there's probably a bit of truth to that. 
Uh, but at the same time, like, you know, even though we're in the quote unquote correct business, we still have to keep innovating and changing and uh, looking at how things are going. You know, like our warehouses had to close for a while and mm. all of that, which we, we we dealt with. And, you know, the Amazon weren't accepting inward goods for a little while. That's all stopped now, thankfully. So, yeah, like every every business has been affected some more than others. But I do think it comes down to like, I mean, the most important thing the, peop- the species that survives the longest is never the sh- is never the strongest. It's the most adaptable, you know. Mm, yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay, so in adapting in our business, um, you've gone through a couple of different ideas. You've given us some really good um, uh, pieces that you coach your clients on with the the Jay Abraham uh, thought with the um, um, oh what was the other what was the other um, book? Sorry about that. Um, Oh, I read totally the like four business growth, right? The really yes, 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 yes. I for some reason I was stuck on. I heard the uh, I heard a reference to the book, um, uh, the four four hour work week. So for some reason that one keeps coming in on 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 my okay. mind for the last few days. Yeah. But you know, I think that we have to we have to constantly learn. We have to um, yeah. we have to educate ourselves in our business, and we have to. Um, I think that that's that's the biggest investment we can make is in ourselves. And how to be able to be agile and, and adaptive in, in any market on there. Um, I love, let's kind of go back because what I really like about um, your business model is this marketplace model of creating a place where your customers can get their problems solved uh, in one place. You know, it's, it's that, it's that, um, you know, Costco or Walmart or, or membership site that you're getting the biggest yeah. situations taken care of in one place. And yeah, yeah. for people who are time strapped, I'm, I'm liking that a lot. So tell me more yeah. about that. You, you have yeah. the legal and everything else in there. Yeah. People, people love it. Like our clients love it because as I said earlier, that trust factor, uh, trust is the biggest thing in business for everybody listening. Like it really is. Um, when you've got trust, your audience will come and purchase whatever you've got because they know you're only selling something that truly does solve a problem. It's not some, you know, fluffy thing that doesn't work or whatever. And they get that. And we've definitely seen that in our own business. So the, the marketplace thing was something that really evolved with time. You know, when we started out, we had like with myself, Robert and one person. And so we had just a course, nothing else. And I was calling people on the phone to sell our first programs. Obviously, we built an Amazon business successfully for years before that. And so and then we got a number of customers in, into that program, and that was great. But we just knew, like, what are the problems these guys are going through? So the freight was the big one. And so we tried to solve it by going to freight companies and partnering with them, which is kind of what Jay Abraham would do, right? It's his kind of model. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we just found it never worked well because – the companies didn't see our vision and found it very hard to understand what we were looking to achieve because we were really changing how the freight industry operates. They're usually very low margin. They are used to making a very small amount of money on a container from China or somewhere. So that was their model. And like, we didn't want that model. We wanted a model where we had our own containers. We were selling space to a lot of our clients. And even though our clients were saving a ton of money, we were still very profitable in those containers. And we also had a membership 
like you mentioned, a membership thing where people paid money for the year. Uh, freight companies were just like, no one's going to pay you guys money right. for just to join the network. Like they're, they're not going to do that. And we we're like, they will because they understand, as you, you mentioned another thing, which was Costco, I think in the States, right? It's like you get a Costco card or whatever. And like you, you're basically paying some money to save a lot of money. I don't know if that's fully right. correct. Yes. That's the idea. Yes. Same with us. You're paying some money to save money. So you're joining what we would really deem more of a, um, like a co-op, we would call it, right? A cooperative. And mm-hmm. that's really what it was. And no one ever really done that in our space. Everyone was just sort of trying to make money in a different manner. And so uh, we only actually deal with our members of our programs. We do not go outside just yet simply because we keep on filling bloody warehouses all over the world. And, you know, we have a huge space in Houston in the U.S., huge space in Northern Ireland and just, it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Like next year we should ship three to 4 million items. So my point anyway is it developed gradually. It developed organically. It made sense. And all we keep doing is asking what's something that's complicated or referring out. And then can we do it ourselves? Even this year that the legal thing, we had a guy, he's a partner now, Robert Wright, brilliant attorney from Kentucky uh, was a great uh, kind of contributor to what we were doing. And we were just like, how can we get it that Robert is part of the business now? And we can we can give all that trust over to him. We can build in tra- trademarking services and things like that. There's a whole complicated thing we have to do there with the legal profession because, you know, in certain states, you, you right. can't reach the legal services and all that. So we don't technically sell legal services, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's, it's a whole pain in the ass, basically. But we, we you know, you get over these things. I think the big thing for everybody today is like when you're building stuff like this, if it's hard, it's good because then it's hard for other people to build, you know? Yeah, I like that. Yes. And um, and it's that innovative thing that you're trying to solve that problem that they're having that common problem. So I like that because you know what? If it was easy, everybody would be doing it, right? So yeah, we have to have we good. have to have ideas that, you know, are are that um that blue ocean, that, that thing that nobody's doing. And it's not a new solution. It's just the way you're packaging it. Yeah. You're putting it in. And so I've got a legal friend. Um, she's, uh, she's actually my legal, uh, my legal advisor. And, uh, she, she has done things because she kept seeing the same problems. So very similar. And so she put these packages together for contracts and legal agreements for consultants you know, because that's the piece that was missing. She understood the problems and challenges that were coming in. She didn't create the contract. She just put in the right pieces that we were all needing and packaged it up in a simpler format. And that's what you've done is you, you brought in a piece of, um, um, information and, and, uh, expert, expert person onto your team that solved a problem that everybody was needing. Yeah. And again, you don't, the audience as well, though, then they are like, because it's tailored to that niche or yes. niche, uh, they're just like, yeah, well, that's, I'm, I'm going to do that. Because like, even with our freight company, we, we are less expensive than others. But even if we weren't, it wouldn't matter because people are getting a better service that, than they can get anywhere else. It's tailor-made. Their needs. Yeah. Perfectly suited to their needs, you know? And so, so listeners can do that in any business, whether you are a reseller or sales, you're selling a physical product or you're selling a service. There are things, the mindset around this conversation is how do you create 
that multiple stream of income that yeah. is perfectly aligned for your client. Um, I use this analogy um, with my clients and I took yeah. it from the banking world. If you think about this, this might interest you as well. Okay. So the bank borrows your money, right? In the form of a savings account. And then they build multiple relationships with you. They give you a checking account. They get you a credit card. They sell you a home loan. They sell you a car loan. They sell you an equity line. So they get all these relationships, business banking, all these things where it becomes so valuable to you that you can't pick up and leave and go to somebody else. But they're still doing the same product. They're just packaging it in different ways to solve all of your problems in there. So it's very similar. And it's a brilliant way of creating more income and creating lasting customers and hitting that third tier of Jay Abraham's sell more to the same customer. Yeah, no, I love that analogy. It's a great one. And I would say one more thing to people listening today, you've got to make these these changes in your thought process about yourself. So for example, a lot of people define themselves by what they offer. So I am a dentist. I am am an Amazon seller. But you have to understand that the doing of the thing isn't where the value is created. Dan Kennedy talks about this. The doing of the thing is not where the value is. It's actually making the leap to go on, well, no, I'm not a dentist. I market dental services. So I am the mm. marketer of dental services. And when you see yourself in that way, then you actually, you, you disassociate yourself from the service. You start looking at the problems around that and the client then, because I could make selling green juice make sense in my business. No, I don't, but I could make it make sense because I don't. Have, I have a relationship with people and it comes down to like, your product will change with time. Like we're evolving all the time. And that's the thing. Whereas it's the the relationship with the customer is the key. And so what are their problems? And you could build, you you could be bringing in people that aren't on your team right now to to provide things you can't provide, but you've got the toll position, the connection between you and the customer and you're in the middle. And that's a powerful place to be. I love it. That's an incredibly powerful place to be. And, um, that's 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 the goal of every business owner is to engage and create a customer. So why not be in that first level? Ooh, I like it. I like it. Okay, Stephen, you have given us so many great ideas today and so many ways to think about how we're going to launch and move on to the next year and, and grow our business. Where can listeners find out more about you? Yeah, so MarketplaceSuperheroes.com is a great place to go if you want to hear about the Amazon stuff I mentioned. Uh, Really, on the other business building stuff, the best place is going to be StephenSummers.com. There's not much there at the moment, but there will be in the new year. And I'll be doing an email newsletter and stuff like that, talking about these strategies. I just love coming on and talking to yourself, Marcia, about these things because I'm always talking about Amazon every day. But in order to get to where I am today, no, you have to understand the business, right? And that's why I was really excited to be a guest today. So MarketplaceSuperheroes.com, YouTube, Marketplace Superheroes, they're great places for people to start, for sure. Love it. Thank you. Uh, this is this is my jam when you start getting into the professional uh, um, improvement and ideas and leadership directions to move your business in the, in the, in the right direction. So you've been a yeah. super value for us today, Stephen. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Absolutely. Listeners, I hope you found an idea or two or three or four that you can put into your business today that'll help you be more profitable. So considering what's happened to businesses this year, now more than ever, 
it's important that you create your own profit plan so that you too can have a thriving business. So I've got for you six easy action tips that you can put into your business immediately that will create some impact. So go check them out at failproofbiz.com. That's B-I-Z.com. So thank you. We would love to hear any of your questions or feedback. And Stephen, I'm sure we'll respond as well on the comments for the show. Uh, please subscribe and comment on today's podcast. We'd love to hear it. And then you can always catch Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. We're looking forward to more profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with them. Thanks, Stephen. Thank you.